You're listening to episode number 70 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. New episodes are released only on Self-Care Sundays, and today's episode is all about what to do when you're feeling very overwhelmed and maybe you're already doing a lot of things, you have a very busy life and things going on, but you still feel like you're not doing enough. This is a feeling that I was going through a couple weeks ago, and I'm finally getting around to recording an episode on it, so let's dive right in. So if you haven't been listening to my podcast from the beginning, the reason that I called Self-Care Sunday a minimalist media project is because I really only, only wanted to put out thoughtful and meaningful content on this podcast and not feel the pressure to constantly be creating stuff just for the sake of creating it. Um, I think that we are in an era that there is so much content to consume daily and I really wanted to take a step back and create something that didn't feel like an overconsumption that didn't feel just like more fluff in this space of content. And so that's why I haven't been super consistent with posting lately. Um, as we're going to get into in this episode, I was kind of going through a bit of a rut, I guess you could say. And I feel like if you listen to my podcast from the beginning, you'll see how there's like ups and downs and flows with the podcast because there's times that I won't post for a week or two weeks or three weeks and then times that I'll be posting super consistently. And I've tried to be very open on the podcast about when I am going through these little ruts of anxiety or whatever it is, feeling really overwhelmed, being really busy with work in general. And I hope that by being open and honest about these types of things, you guys can feel a little bit more connected to me and recognize that I am also a human just like you. I know I listen to so many podcasts and especially like entrepreneurship and productivity podcasts where sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh, how do these people do so much? Like, I feel like I'm doing a lot and I know that I'm doing a lot. For example, as a content creator, I'm putting out at least one post every day, almost on Instagram. I'm constantly storing. I'm doing almost one TikTok a day. Um, I've been putting out IGTV videos. And then on the work side of things, like my full-time job is managing influencer campaigns and managing other influencers. And so I'm constantly on my emails like 24-7 managing those types of projects. And on top of all that, I'm trying to like have a social life or start new projects such as the book that I kind of mentioned in one of my vlogs a couple months ago. And I know that I'm doing so much, but I still feel like I'm not doing enough. And I don't know if it's because I look up to a lot of like very successful female entrepreneurs in this space who kind of seem like they work 24-7, like from 6 a.m. till 10 p.m. And that's just not the type of person that I am or that I want to be. Uh, When I started working for myself and left my company to freelance full-time and do consulting and then eventually open my own agency... I was really intentional about wanting to design a great lifestyle that I could be happy every single day. When I wake up in the morning, I want to be excited about the work that I'm doing and I want to feel creative. And I think that there's a lot of pressure to 
be working harder and more always and be doing more so that you can grow faster. I know, especially for me, like I know the steps that it takes to be super duper successful. I know how to make videos go viral. I know how to, you know, start certain campaigns or projects or be really effective on certain things. I could be starting my own clothing line again. I could be working at a corporate job where I'm probably making much more money running the division of what I'm doing um, for a big brand. But instead, I really intentionally focused on what do I want my everyday to look like? I, I want to be happy every day. I want to enjoy my daily life. And so because of that, I love working for myself and love working from home because I've designed this lifestyle that I can be creative, that I can spend time with other influencers and creators and friends and do the thing that I love to do every day while also having the business side of it, which is the managing campaigns and working with brands. Um, and so I've kind of had to remind myself, like, this is my ideal. Like I wake up every day and I'm happy and I'm working towards my goals and I feel very fulfilled in what I'm doing. And I need to stop comparing myself to these people that are making you know, seven figures and having these insane course launches and selling multiple products and doing all of these things. Because at the end of the day, do I really want to be working 12 hour days to be at that level? Personally, I don't know. I don't think that I do because I have experience working on the startup side um, a few years ago, which some of you know, if you've been following me for a long time now, and I was working those 12-hour days every single day for basically three years. And I was completely burnt out at the end. And that's why I had to leave that company because I was so overwhelmed with everything that I was doing that I wasn't enjoying it anymore. And so a couple weeks ago, I was feeling this feeling of being overwhelmed, feeling like I should be doing more. And it reminded me of being in therapy a few years ago when I was struggling with my eating disorder and um, anxiety. And the, the therapist would tell me that I need to remove the word should from my thoughts and from my vocabulary because should is basically implying that there's a right or wrong way to do things and that you're not living up to like the potential of what you could do versus just talking about things the way that they are and like you are making a decision to do something because that's what you want to do. So rather than me saying, oh, I should be working more, um, removing that should thought and thinking more like, oh, I'm so happy that I work the amount that I do because it allows me to spend time doing what I love and I make money in a way that is really fun for me. So kind of just like flipping it on the positive and also realizing all of the things that I already am doing and not being so much of a perfectionist that I feel like I should be doing more. I know that so many people can resonate with this, especially, you know, other entrepreneurs, freelancers, creative people where you see other people online doing what you want to be doing and maybe they look more successful at it or maybe you know they're making more money than you or they've had things go viral or they got a big brand campaign or a big deal and you feel jealous because you know that you could be doing those things but you haven't had the time to put in or 
you just feel overwhelmed again with how to take the steps to get there. And so this episode's a little bit of a check-in. Um, I have a list of 17 things that I actually asked you guys for advice on this on my Instagram stories. Seven thing, 17 things to do when you're feeling overwhelmed um, and overwhelmed in the sense that you're already doing a lot. Maybe you're a student, maybe you're working a full-time job, but you feel like you should be doing more even though it's kind of a lie that your brain is telling you um, because you already are being productive. You already you know, have things going for you, but because we live in this very ultra competitive world where there's a tension kind of being split everywhere because of the content that we consume, it's really easy to feel a step behind or 10 steps behind, um, even though you're already doing your best. So this is going to be a list of 17 things to do when you're feeling this way. You need to get out of this rut and um, I'm excited to share them with you guys because I found them really helpful and hopefully you find them helpful too. So let's get into the list. Okay, so number one is to unplug. Disconnect yourself from your phone, from your laptop, the internet, whatever, social media. I think reminding yourself that you don't need to be on 24-7 is really important, especially for anybody who works in social media, um, has anything to do with you know being online on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or emails or whatever. Um, you don't need to be checking your emails 24-7. Nothing is going to be so dire that you need to be on your phone at 11 p.m. on a Saturday night answering emails. Um, I used to be that way where I would get email notifications to my phone and be the person at the bar on my emails. And then I realized that really, truly, unless you're working like for the White House, probably nothing is that dire that you need to be responding in an emergency at those hours throughout the week or on the weekend. And so reminding yourself to disconnect um, and also to disconnect from social media because especially if you're an influencer or a content creator, we are sharing our lives 24-7 on Instagram stories and everything like that. And it's really nice to just have a break, but also a break from electronics in general and just like removing a screen from being in front of your face. There's something unnatural about humans having their screens in their face 24 7 and so I think sometimes even just doing something like reading a book or going for a walk it's going to make you feel more calm and better because you're not being inundated with so much visual media 24 7 with a screen in front of you. Okay, number two is to do something on your to-do list to feel productive. If you are not a to-do list person, I highly recommend at least writing down a couple things every day that you know you need to get done. Um, I do basically a list of like three things every day. And a little hack to feel more productive is to put something down that you know for certain that you can get done. Maybe that's like, responding to the first five or 10 emails in your inbox, something like really manageable that you can get done easily and then feel good and feel productive for actually being able to check something off of your list. Also, if you're just feeling really 
overwhelmed in general to the point where you don't know where to start because you have so many things that you could be doing. Um, You have so many projects and work and school and all of these things then you just need to start. Just do one thing. Pick one thing. It doesn't matter. Um, You can try and prioritize, but even if that feels too overwhelming, just pick one thing and do it so you can get something done. And for me, sometimes that's just like unloading the dishwasher or making a meal. It sometimes is not even work-related, but just doing something productive that's going to make me feel like I got something done that day is really important to kind of getting out of that slump because once you start doing one thing, you check something off, then you feel more motivated to do something else because you've already completed a task and you're kind of like getting into the groove of being more productive. Number three is to just cry, and I don't know what more to say about that other than sometimes you just really need to get those emotions out. If you're feeling really overwhelmed with everything in your life, maybe you just need a good cry to kind of make yourself feel a little bit better. I remember I used to get really stressed out with work uh, to the point where I would cry like after work on some days, and I used to think that it was silly for crying, but then I realized that it really is just helping like release a lot of emotions that are built up so it's totally okay to cry you're allowed to cry don't feel silly for crying because you're stressed I know I also used to think like I don't have it that bad I shouldn't be so upset about this or my life is good why am I crying over this but you're allowed to feel whatever you're feeling and if crying is going to help then definitely just cry it out Number four is to text your friends. I am so thankful to have really supportive friends in this industry and I have a couple go-to group chats where depending on whatever I'm struggling with, I can always go and even just like vent or get advice from friends. Um, If you don't have those types of people in your life, maybe looking on Instagram or trying to connect with and find other people that are interested in the same things as you, joining groups on Facebook, trying to build connections that way because I find it so important to have really supportive friends and people in your circle um, because it also makes you feel less alone and texting your friends, you know, sometimes you just need to get it all off your chest and into words or into a group chat or texting one person individually. Maybe even it's just your mom or your dad. Make sure you get it off of your chest and talk to someone and don't just bottle everything up inside. Number five is to remind yourself that it is okay to go at your own pace. You don't need to be keeping up with the same speed of doing things that everybody else around you is doing. Everybody's timeline in life is different, and so you can still be successful by doing things a different way or on a different path or at a different timeline than other people, and I think this really just goes back to comparing ourselves with influencers online or people that you see in the media and feeling inadequate when in reality you might not see everybody's backstory. Um, There's no such thing as an overnight success and what you are not seeing on social media a lot of the time is the low points and all of the behind the scenes work and everything that went into the success that you see from somebody else. Um, Even really simple things like school and completing a degree within four years versus six years. Everybody just has their own 
life plan. It's okay to go at a different pace than somebody else. What's right for someone else might not be right for you. And I think that everything really does happen for a reason. So if something's taking a little bit longer for you, or maybe you had to take a break due to mental health reasons or, you know, an event that happened, or maybe you're working part-time while also finishing school, you know, there's so many reasons and so many things why people can't, you know, be competing on the same timeline. And I think just reminding yourself that that's okay and it's okay to do things at your own pace is really something that needs to be kind of repeated so that you don't lose motivation and don't lose sight of where you're at. Number six for when you're feeling really overwhelmed is to be in nature. And this goes back to disconnecting from your phone, disconnecting from electronics, and just spending some time outside. I think there's something really grounding about being in nature when you're very stressed out. And studies have shown that it actually is a really positive thing for your mental health, especially um, to be in the sun, but just in general to connect back with the earth. Um, Even something as simple as going for a walk around the block or going outside and doing some sort of activity if you're able to. I know personally, I try to make time to leave my house at least once a day, go for a walk somewhere, even if it's just to grab coffee, do some errands or go to visit a friend. Because right now, I think so many of us are kind of stuck behind office desks and in our houses, watching TV. We spend so much time on our screens and being in nature is something that just really breaks up our day and can help you feel a little bit more connected to the universe and a little bit more grateful for the little things that you might have. So can definitely help when you are feeling overwhelmed. Number seven is to remind yourself that you are still young. You have so much life ahead of you and so much time to still do all the things that you want to do. I'm 26 now and I remember when I was in my early 20s, I felt like time was counting down and I just never had enough time to do everything I wanted to do, which is really weird because I was much younger than I am now. And now I feel like at 26, my entire perspective has shifted and I actually do genuinely feel so young still, but what I've come to appreciate is everything that I've learned in my 20s um, and I, I still have a few more years to go, but I know now so many things that I didn't know when I was 18, for example, and I would not be where I'm at without having gone through all of the things that I did go through previously. So even if you're in your 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever, everything leading up to the age you are now has gotten you to where you are now and you needed to go through all of those things in order to be at the place where you are now. And most of us are going to live until we're like 80, 90. I mean, who knows? With modern medicine advances, we could be living till we're like 120. But the main point is that we all have so much time, and especially in this digital era where it is so accessible to be doing your own thing, to be starting projects, to be very creative, to do school online. Literally, I feel like the world that we're living in right now 
time really doesn't matter because you can be 45 and start an online business, whereas let's say 40 years ago, that would be really unheard of. It was a lot harder to start fresh and have a fresh start when you're older because there wasn't the same opportunities versus now I feel like there's so many opportunities to be a self-starter, to be an entrepreneur, to be a creative. And really the only thing limiting you is your own limiting beliefs. So when you are feeling overwhelmed, like you don't have enough time to do all of the things that you wish you could do and you feel like you're getting older and maybe you're too old to start pursuing the thing that you have been dreaming about forever, just remind yourself that there is people older than you that are living out their dreams and didn't get their big break until really like they were kind of later in their life or like mid in their life. So for example, JK Rowling didn't even publish her the first Harry Potter book until she was 30. Um, And then think of all the time it took after that for her to publish the entire series, for the movies to come out, everything. And she's so, so successful and inspiring. Same with like Tina Fey. I don't think she got onto Saturday Night Live until she was 30 years old. And so many people think that in the creative world, you need to be like 18 to really break into the industry and get your fresh start because you're a fresh face and you're young and beautiful. But it's just not true. If you have talent and you have the perseverance, you can be just starting something in your 30s or in your 40s or 50s. And uh, you really do have more time than you think. So try not to put too much pressure on yourself for not being where you might want to be at the age of example 25 or 26 because it's all kind of irrelevant honestly and I'm finding age matters less and less now because there are so many opportunities to just do your own thing and start at any age. Number eight is to write down what you need to get done and be realistic. So not just writing down the lofty goals or the big picture goals that you know you want to get done in the future, but making sure to break down all of your tasks into smaller tasks that are super manageable and that you can actually check off in a to-do list. So as I mentioned earlier, I write down my top three things for the day, every day, three things that I know are actually manageable for me to get done. And typically there's not more than three main things, or if there is, I just try to prioritize my top three things that I know need to get done and that I can realistically get done. And in terms of those larger, longer term goals or things that maybe I do need to get done, but it's not like a priority for today, I'll have a separate to-do list in my notes and that's kind of my longer term goals. And from there, I will break down those to-do list items into smaller items and basically move those into my daily to-do list based on the priority and timelines and that sort of thing. You don't need to be writing out these huge long to-do lists of things because I think that it can get really overwhelming and not always help when you already feel overwhelmed with all of the things that you need to do, but rather just picking your top three things and making sure that they're small enough tasks or broken down enough that you physically actually can get them done in a day so that you're not overwhelming yourself more, but you still know that you're being productive and can check those items off. Number nine, on the flip side of writing down the things that you have to get done, write down some of the things that you already 
have done to remind yourself of the progress that you have made, especially if you're feeling kind of stumped and overwhelmed with how much you feel like you have not gotten done yet. It can be really helpful to remind yourself, oh, I've already done X, Y, and Z toward this task. And maybe you feel like you can't even come up with something that you have done, but sometimes even just reminding yourself of bigger picture things that you have done, such as I have graduated university, I have overcome this milestone in my life. Um, They don't necessarily need to be related to the task at hand, but sometimes just reminding yourself of some of the things that you can be proud of can be really helpful to get yourself out of that rut and not feel so much pressure to be doing more and more and more because you can realize that you've probably already done a lot, but it's easy to forget about it because Once the moment has passed, for example, once you've already graduated university, it no longer feels like this huge feat, but leading up to it, it can feel like such a long task, like really daunting, really stressful. Then the moment you graduate, you're so excited and so happy and proud. And then basically the next week, like you're over it. So reminding yourself of those things that you have worked really hard on and have actually accomplished when you're feeling overwhelmed, like you're not doing enough, because chances are you already have and are doing a lot. You just need to physically take the time to remind yourself of those things because there definitely are some of them. Number 10, building off of that is to reward yourself for past achievements or current achievements. I'm a big fan of celebrating the little things in life, little milestones. Um, For example, hitting 10,000 followers on TikTok, which happened to me recently. I'm actually now almost at 15,000. Little things like that are worth celebrating. For you, it might be something completely different. Maybe it's getting an 80 in a class or getting a promotion at work. But all of those little things are things that I think if we take the time to acknowledge that they're exciting and spend some time rewarding ourselves or celebrating with friends for those little milestones, we recognize and realize uh, all of the steps that we are making towards progress and it's easier to not get bogged down by feeling overwhelmed when you are kind of constantly reminding yourself that you're doing good things and that there's little things worth celebrating. So even for me, it's usually taking myself out for bubble tea and just like celebrating with friends. Maybe it's going out for a drink at happy hour. Anything little like that is worth it because it's going to help remind you to keep moving forward and that you already are making progress. Number 11 is to meditate. And I think this is intimidating to a lot of people. I used to have trouble meditating, but it's something that you really need to practice and get better at. And I think something as simple as five minutes taking to yourself, um, again, disconnecting from your phone, really just being with yourself and with your thoughts can be really helpful if you're feeling overwhelmed, stressed, and busy because you just need to calm your mind a little bit. And that's basically exactly what meditation is. I know for some people, um, it's kind of scary because you don't like to be alone with your own thoughts. And so if the idea of just meditating silently is in itself overwhelming for you, I would definitely check out Headspace, which is a really great meditation app, and they have a free trial where you can actually go through guided meditations, um, some that are as short as a few minutes, 
And what I love about that is it can really break up your day and then you're listening to someone else guide you through a meditation so you're not just stuck with your own thoughts and feeling anxious within your own mind. They also have a really calming voice on the app, which I love. So that can be something to help break up your day, um, especially if you just need a five-minute break to kind of reset your thoughts. Number 12 is to write down boundaries. And this is actually something that I haven't done, but it was suggested by one of you guys on Instagram when I put this up on my stories asking what you do when you feel overwhelmed in a situation or you feel like you're just not getting as much done as you should, even though logically and realistically, you know that you already are doing a lot of things. And so I love this idea of writing down boundaries because I think it can help us recognize what we want and how to move forward when we are struggling. So for example, I was talking earlier about my boundaries basically being that I don't want to be that person that's working 12 hours a day. It's just not something that I want at this point in my life. I really value having self-care time. I value having time to be creative. And that would be one of my boundaries is not overworking myself. Um, It's not something I've physically written down, but sometimes for people, it can be really helpful to physically write down these things. So maybe thinking about what it is your goals are and writing down things that you don't want to give up to reach those goals and what those boundaries are that you don't want to sacrifice. Um, For me, another one is spending time with family and friends. I don't want to sacrifice that time spent for more business success because as I talked about before, I really am conscious about creating a lifestyle that I am happy to wake up to every day and I'm not going to be burnt out by overworking myself. So those are kind of some of the boundaries that I have set, but for you, it could be completely different and maybe taking the time to recognize what those boundaries are can help if you're feeling overwhelmed with not doing enough or feeling like you're doing too much, but still have that pressure of wanting to do more. Number 13 is to read a book and to go further on this, I think to read a book on something you're learning about or a business book, something that's going to inspire you. I love reading fictional novels because it's a really great way to kind of escape from every day. But if you're feeling overwhelmed and like you're not really being productive, reading about something that is going to help you in your business or in school can also help you relax while feeling productive at the same time because you're still learning. Another way to kind of relax and feel productive at the same time is to listen to audiobooks or podcasts, which personally I find really helpful. And I try to listen to one audiobook a week uh, in between commutes, walking, um, even in the mornings or before bed. And I have a hard time sitting down and just like finishing a full book now, probably because TikTok has ruined my attention span. But this can help you feel more calm, especially if the audiobook or podcaster has a really calm, soothing voice. And at the same time, you're learning something so you don't feel like you're just wasting your time on something that's entertainment, but uh, it can be entertaining and also teaching you and helping you feel productive towards goals that you might have big picture. 
Number 14 is to sleep, to rest, to nap, to reset your brain. Um, Sleep is a super important part of self-care. Anybody who has sleeping issues or has trouble sleeping knows how much it can really affect your mental health. And so if you have trouble sleeping, I don't have a lot of really great tips because I'm one of those people that literally sleeps eight to nine hours every single night. But one thing I will say has helped me in the past is listening to some sort of meditation before bed, um, such as Headspace, or even you can find a bunch of free things on YouTube to listen to. And also trying out a weighted blanket. One of my friends has these and it honestly is so soothing and just kind of relieves the tension in your body because it weighs you down and you can't really move and I love it. So I would suggest one of those two things and make sure that you are fully rested or have a nap when you need one because sleep really does impact the way that you're functioning throughout the day. Number 15 is to remind yourself that you can't pour from an empty glass. You need to take care of yourself to do all the things that you want to do. And so I know that when you're stressed or feeling overwhelmed and busy, it's really easy to not prioritize self-care because it feels unproductive. But the reality is that when you are setting aside self-care and not taking the time to look after yourself, you're going to end up burnt out and then you really are not going to be productive because you're at a point where you can no longer do all the things that you need to do and you need a really long recovery period. And so constantly reminding yourself to take care of yourself, even with the little things, you know, shower, do your dishes, um, pay your bills, little things like that that are going to set you up for success in the future, but are really easy to put off in the moment because you might feel like that's not something that's super actively productive towards the work goal that you're working towards. Number 16 is to do a big cleanup to feel more organized and prepared for work. So if you don't have time to clean your full house or your full apartment even, um, maybe cleaning your bedroom, cleaning your bathroom, like picking one room in your house, or even just cleaning off and organizing your desk or workspace can really help reset and help you feel refreshed to work in that space again and kind of just brings in like a new mindset. Like I think there really is so much to say about the space that you are working in and whether or not you feel motivated to do work and productive. And if your space is cluttered or a mess, you're going to feel less motivated and you are going to feel cluttered in your own mind. This is something I definitely struggle with um, because I'm one of those people that will put off organizing and cleaning my room in favor of just trying to get the work done. And so I end up with like a a messy workspace. And then anytime that I actually do take the time to do a big cleanup, I feel so much better. There's just something like it's like taking a breath of fresh air. And so that's something that I really want to try and prioritize more is keeping my workspace really clean and even like my bedroom and my house maintaining some sort of organization because I really do think that it has a big impact on your mood and how you mentally are feeling. 
And finally, number 17 is another one that was submitted by you guys on Instagram stories, which is to draw a priority matrix. And I didn't know what this was. I had to Google it, but it's basically like a two by two grid that helps show the level of urgency and time frame for project management. So if you have a lot of things going on and you don't really know where to start and you're feeling overwhelmed with knowing which thing to start with or knowing how to prioritize the tasks that you have going on, basically you can draw this priority matrix and it will help you break down the level of urgency and time frame on how to prioritize your tasks so that you can tackle them in the right order of priority. And so I highly recommend you Google a priority matrix and just spend some time reading about it and figuring out what that is because it's kind of hard to explain over the podcast and I don't know enough about it to explain it super well, but I think it could be really helpful um, for when you are feeling overwhelmed, especially with work stuff or like school stuff um, or on a big project that you're working on, that could be a really useful tool. Thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Self-Care Sunday. You can follow me on Instagram at kaylee.e.r or at Self-Care Sunday. And you can find me on TikTok at It's Actually Kaylee. If you loved this episode, please consider leaving a rating and or review. It really helps the podcast get discovered by new listeners. And until next time, happy Self-Care Sunday, everyone. 